Welcome back to the Thought Gallery Podcast. I am here, of course, as always, with my favorite co-host, my only co-host. Megan. Megan. And if you've forgotten or you're new to the podcast, my name is Chantel. So together we are Megan and Chantel. Or if you're going in birth order, Chantel and Megan. And we are on episode 7 of our podcast. And Megan's going to... Uh, lead us through this one yep so it's my topic this time i'm surprised you didn't ask an opening question because usually i, you I open... do have i do have some thoughts on opening questions you have thoughts i on have i have questions? a thought on what i can ask okay. as an opening go question. go go for it okay so I my opening is. question is last night we watched the lion king the live action okay okay i want you to rate it one out of ten. Uh, okay. Uh, one out of ten, I give it a six. I give it a seven. I, and the reason I gave it a six is the storyline is, it pretty much, it's exact same thing. They just look like real animals and they just gave them slightly different personalities. So there wasn't really anything like impressive or outstanding for me. And that's probably because I've seen, like, a Broadway-type version of it. You, you know, you watch the cartoon. So there is just... And what really disappointed me is Scar's it song is my favorite villain song. And I feel like they kind of, like... I mean, it fit the movie. I'm not going to deny that. But I felt it could have been more epic. Yeah, I did not have that flood of a mood. Like, that drama. I didn't have the drama. And that is what I love about Be Prepared is the drama. I, yeah, I give it a seven. I thought the two actors that played uh, Simba did an amazing job. I thought, yeah, I thought they all did an amazing job. My only, and I don't want anybody to hate on me, is Nala. Beyonce, like, Nala in the cartoon had, she was fun and she had attitude. And I think in order to leave the pack or the pride to go search for help, you have to have some gusto. And so I think in the cartoon, her gusto was very just evident. And, but in this one, I, maybe it was a more quiet strength, but I appreciate, I liked the attitude that Nala had yeah. and I missed that. And so, there was so much pop. Like she brought her pop voice on to the song and not her like fierce, you know. We're in the plains of Africa. Yeah. There's, like, yeah. I do have to, however, I do have to say, I don't remember the name of the female hyena. She had an amazing voice. She was and, spooky and oh, yeah. intense. I just, oh, I just so liked good. her. That, that actress did amazing. Yeah. My, what was your favorite part? My favorite part of the movie, um, I honestly don't think I had a favorite part. There, it was just all so similar to the cartoon. It that went there was... very quickly. I was just like, oh, I need to take some time to like process what's happening, like the re- yeah. the 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 revenge and the hatred and the d- betrayal. Yeah. I, I, well, I... wait before you say your favorite part. Spoiler alert. Go. <laughs> <laughs> I always say it after the fact. I really liked Timon and Pumbaa. They, those two guys did. It was just funny. It was written very very well. John. Favreau is a great director. He did Iron Man. I think he did a great job with this movie. But I did have the Nala issue. But my favorite part is when 
Mufasa is telling Simba about being a king and he says something that is so biblical and beautiful and that is uh like you don't want to take away like the bad kings or the I can't remember the quote or exactly what he said but pretty so much he said a good king doesn't take they give yes that a good king doesn't take they give and throughout the bible uh we have a God who gives and gives and gives and gives and gives to the point of death. Whereas their human kings from Saul on, even David, took and took and took. So that's something that I definitely appreciated. I was like, yeah, that's biblical. That's right. Okay. A good king will give, when a, whereas a bad king will take. And so that was great. Cool. Okay, Megan, take it away. All right, so our topic for today is going to be... What did I say it was going to be? I had a good title, and then it just like, whew, right over my head. Pretty much, it's about the the traps of media. So, like, the ways that Christians can be trapped by media. Um, and there's goods and ba- good and bad sides to everything, but I think it's good for us to be aware of, like, the pitfalls in different things. So we're just going to go through, and this isn't in any way slamming media. Like. We love our Instagram and Pinterest. (laughs) So we love that stuff. Um, And I'm not slamming them and I'm not like trying to degrade any of these companies. Um, I'm just saying that there are things that we as Christians need to be careful that we don't do um, on these platforms. And so we're going to start off with Facebook. And I wrote some like catchy little phrases after each of these so you guys are going to get to partake in that uh facebook a place where everyone loses self-control so uh chantelle facebook what do you think are some of the like ways that we like the pitfalls that we can be as christians that we need to look out for on facebook brooke i can never pronounce her new last name but she used to be brooke fraser from hillsong she put something on Instagram and it said, oh, be careful, little fingers, what you type. And so Facebook is a place where you can put a lot of words. It doesn't have a word limit. A lot of words and a lot of thoughts and you can post anything. And so uh, repeat your question so I can answer it without going on a tangent. Because I know what I want to say. What are some of the pitfalls of Facebook that we should look out for as Christians? Uh, Bullet point, complaining, pride, and anger. All right. Um, Yeah, I would agree with all of those. I would say, Chantel's right, Facebook has no character limit, and you're allowed to put pictures of whatever you want on there. Um... And people like to go on very long rants, and they like to uh, slam other people, and the the ironic and very hypocritical thing that we do on Facebook, and it's something you should definitely double check yourself on, is you see something, you see someone wrote something terrible about somebody else on Facebook, and then you go and you write something terrible about them. You become, like, their hero that's going to, like, rally behind the person that's being, like, bullied or slammed. 
we treat it like a bully we treat it like it's a war and we want to find all the people that agree with us so that we can fight against the other person who doesn't agree with us and i think that facebook is good for sharing things about our lives and so people can like see like pictures of what we're doing especially if we're not near each other but i definitely think that if you are going on there to complain or to be upset or to just let your feelings out facebook is not the place you should be doing that you should be talking to the lord like you should be going to the lord in prayer not seeking people's approval or wanting their attention by putting it on facebook would you agree yeah okay Um, when it comes to the same thing with complaining and anger can look a lot the same way um you can do your rants and i think politically speaking that is one way that people they just want their opinion to be known and their opinion is king and it can get very messy and acoustic and as believers and I know I've said this before we are not a tribe we are a community and community does not attack one another they encourage and they edify and they admonish and admonishing someone like correcting them or calling them out on something is very different from lashing out and attacking them especially on a social platform where everybody can see it yes that is not your parents wouldn't let you and your siblings talk to each other like that our father in heaven definitely doesn't wanting us talking to each other like that yeah and even if it's not another believer you should not be interacting with anyone that way it's not healthy or beneficial it's not beneficial it really isn't yeah definitely Uh, not. so concerning anger and complaining uh i've had things where i've seen family members or friends they'll say something on facebook that is uh maybe wrong or unbiblical and instead of putting on their feed or on their page posting something directly i'll private message them and uh hold them accountable that way so that way it's not public it's in private and we can have a private conversation about it however i will say that if someone uh has it happened with my mom somebody in our family what lamb blasted her about something she said and she was just pointing out like a moment that she had where it was like oh an aha moment or she didn't realize something and they like blasted her about it on Facebook and I thought that that was very inappropriate and very rude and so I respectfully responded but on the feed because they they publicly made they publicly wanted to shame her I publicly wanted to be like well, actually, this is what she meant, and maybe next time we could do it this way. So I did it in a respectful way, and I think that makes a big difference. But yeah. there, if there is something that happens on Facebook, we were like, oh, that's not okay. Like, as believers, uh, we need to be careful We the language we use. Um, and it doesn't – I know there are believers that are on Facebook, and they think it's okay to post things that have bad language in it cussing cursing and then they justify it by saying like oh you can't judge me well actually the bible says that we are supposed to hold each other accountable keep your speech pure yeah don't let so, anything unclean come so, from your mouth um 
so there's that and then um we are not supposed to put like profane things or inappropriate things vulgar things yeah like so if you're gonna if you are gonna post those things on facebook i think as a a fellow believer especially if like you go to the same church or in the same family you have the responsibility not the right but the responsibility to say listen that is not edifying and that is not glorifying to god which at the end of the day facebook instagram even um like or twitter i'm trying to think of all the other ones um, we'll get to those need to glorify god so um and then i'm going to jump in we talked about anger and complaining and pride i think sometimes you can just like sort of give yourself pats on the back on facebook like oh look how awesome i am like let's post another selfie Another one is we can become very consumeristic and greedy on Facebook. Hold on. We're going to move on from Facebook because I feel like other platforms deal with these things in a larger manner. So we're going to move on to Instagram. I love Instagram. Um, It's the artist platform. You can post pictures of your art and I just love that and I love looking at other people's arts. I don't post pictures of myself really on anything. Um, But just like uh so my little tag for instagram is instagram where we put forth a perfect life and i think a lot of people look at the you're not just look at instagram posts and are like they have a good life because all of us want to put our best foot forward and we all want to look like we have this perfect life you look on the Joanna Gaines page, she probably looks like she has a perfect life. She has this beautiful home. She, they have so many businesses. Um, and I'm not saying that you should put, like, all the terrible things that happen in your life on Instagram. But I think one of the pitfalls of Instagram is we put forth this image that we want to project to other people. And so... In a sense, we're deceiving them and lying to ourselves. Yeah. Dishonesty. Yeah. So. Definitely. And I think that ties in with what you were saying. Like, we put these pictures on. We, we post these oh, pictures. We have all these filters. And, you know, look at my uh, beautiful plant collection full of all my gorgeous succulents that I keep on my windowsill. Well, well, I feel in the background, attacked right now. Oh, you have succulents on your windowsill? No, I don't. Um, well, while in I the background, you know, maybe you have a pile of dirty laundry or, you know, like, even artists can do it. Like, they'll put their most beautiful works on there and then they won't show any of the, like, mess ups. Like, if you see my Instagram and you see all the good stuff, you're not seeing the 10 times more of failures that I have had on there. Um, you have any other, any other things to say about Instagram, Chantel? I know I personally, like, I have to be careful that I'm not on it all the time, first of all. I think that's another pitfall of social media. Well, yeah, that's definitely the, like, a major for all of them. Yeah, just being, being on it too much. But I think that, uh, just comparing whatever that looks like. Like, I can look at pe- people's face or Instagram and be like, oh, man, that looks great. And I don't want it ever to feel like that is the uh, that is the goal um, or that is the plumb line of my life. I always needs to be Christ and his word and his perfect plan for me. Um, 
So, and then which in wanting, in comparing, and then in wanting to be like that, I can be like, oh, I need to do something about it and try to like change things. So, yeah. And it, it can be stressful. Uh, moving on, we're going to go to Twitter. I am. <laughs> you sound like, like a college professor. Moving on. Uh, I have been on Twitter for like three days. It's not my thing. I know that a lot of people that like to write love Twitter, like the people that do stories and stuff. Because um, I always see they have like a Twitter handle or whatever. So tagline for Twitter is Twitter, say something mean and as few characters as possible. Um, so kind of like Facebook, but Twitter has this like gang mentality. You know, um, where someone will post something and if you don't like it, you post it and you Twitter something, tweet, tweet something back. Oh, see, I'm not on Twitter. You're not a Twitter. No, you tweet something back and then you get as many people who think the same as you to totally slam that person and, and drown them. And I'm pretty sure there's probably been a lot of suicide related to Twitter from people being bullied or, you know, stuff like that. Yeah, I'm on Twitter and I don't know. I'm not, I don't tweet a lot, but I have seen and people, yeah, people like, I remember, I don't remember what, it was like Katy Perry and Taylor Swift had this like the feud going on and the Taylor Swift fans like attacked Katy Perry like it was this like intense thing and so again that's like people rising up which if you're rising up together for like a good end goal that's great but if you are rising up and doing the exact same thing that you're accusing the other person of doing I think maybe you need to rethink how you deal with conflict and conflict that's not even your conflict uh, there are conflicts, I'm going to say, just clarify, there are conflicts that are all of our conflicts. There are, the, there's issues with, um, I'm like, I don't know, human trafficking. There's issues with violence and all kinds of, like, these are all things that are, like, as a hum- as humans and in humanity, we need to be aware of and need to take part in. But yeah, just because you changing. don't like Katy Perry's new haircut does not mean you have to slam her on Twitter, you know? If you're, if if most of the things you're posting are derogatory or, you know, or upsetting or in any way, like, if you're not, we're supposed to encourage people with the things we say. So, and one thing that we haven't talked about, and I think it's like, this is something that I have had to learn and like be very careful of myself. So I'm not, like, downing on other people. This is something I have struggled with, like, all throughout my young adult life and into adulthood. Um, is sometimes the things we type are not taken the way we meant them. So my text and type language is very blunt and abrupt. And Moving on like that. That's how she, yeah, like, just... <laughs> just stuff like that. And when, if I had text that to somebody... That could be taken so bad. Like, it can be looked at so badly. And I think 
Um, it's probably why GIFs and emojis and all these little sticker things are, I mean, they're great. I use emojis all the time because I don't want people to think that I'm like, oh, oh, great. You know, instead of, oh, great. That's a great thing. So like your tone of voice doesn't come through in typing. And most of us don't know how to, like, we don't know how to write to get that through. We're not authors. Like we don't have that skill. So I think another thing you need to be aware of is maybe the people that know you know what the you're saying but just like Chantel was saying with Facebook like my mom had said something and then somebody was like meh, 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 because they didn't understand what she was actually trying to say so instead of asking the person what she like instead of the person asking her what she was trying to say all they all they did was slam her so maybe that's a good like idea like I think we should always give people the benefit of the doubt yeah and I don't know, ask questions or I think we can have conversations on Facebook, but I think it comes to a point when if you're demeaning someone or any, any social media, I'll say, um, then that's not okay. But another thing I was going to talk about, I don't see it on Twitter really, but I can see it definitely on Pinterest, Facebook, and Instagram is, um, people use it as a way to promote their, company and like we've done it before with our podcast like we promote it i mean and that's one of their uses yes it's to promote but sometimes i think it become can become a pitfall as believers is if we are using our instagrams and our facebook's to promote something and then that is the only reason we have friends on there so like we're using the the people that are our friends and they're more like resources to be um, utilized instead of relationships to be built up and built upon oh yeah i didn't even think of that um because i i get friend requests from people sometimes and i know they're only friend requesting me because they want me to be part of their oil group or their clothing group or their nail group like i just i know that and I don't resent them for it. Like, they're trying to make a living. But at the same time, I'm like, you and I haven't talked in, like, five years. And you just want to see if I can be maybe a client or a customer. And so I think as believers, we need to be aware that at the end of the day, they are for God's glory. But also, we are not of this world. And we are not here to build our kingdoms. And we don't want the world to see it make it look like that's all we're doing is building our kingdoms we want people to know like hey i'm a believer i am here to glorify god and your kingdom come your will be done and so yeah are you are you promoting jesus as hard as you're trying to promote your lipstick yeah and that doesn't have to be like you're you're posting scripture every day it's just the motive definitely makes a difference and make sure if those yeah. people that you are utilizing, some of them are just going to be customers, but others, like if they're a friend, like be a friend before you are a salesperson. Yeah, don't be the shady car salesman that people want to avoid, you know, when they're looking for a car in the car lot. Yeah, this isn't social media, but it's just one example in a very real world uh, way is I work um, at, I work at a family owned business and I, people know it's family owned. And so they'll come in, like banks will come in and other businesses and they're trying to solicit business from us. 
And I think it's very, like, I get it, but at the same time, I'm also like, it's kind of annoying. And so, business is impersonal. And you don't want to be impersonal. Like, if you have a business page, I can understand you asking for people. Like, you can invite people on Facebook to your business. But if you're just, like, underhandedly trying to get people to your business, for one, it's not going to work because people don't like that. Like, I will, I, if I know someone's doing that, I'm not going to accept your friend request. I'm not going to reply to your comment on my Instagram. I'm not doing, like... I don't want to buy stuff from you if you're going to do that because it's so underhanded and nobody likes to feel like they're being cheated or manipulated. Or used. Or used, yeah. So, moving on, um, again, I'm trying to keep up time. Chantel's always like, yours are the longest, so I'm trying to, like... It's okay. I'm not trying to rush. I'm just trying to keep us on track. We're going to move on to the next phase. So, the next one is Google. Uh, Useful for anything not Bible-related. And I say this because don't look for biblical advice. Don't look for, like, stuff like that on Google search. Google search is is good for knowing how fast cheetahs run, you know? I agree with that to a certain point. Yeah. Only if you are new at the Bible, you need to have a fellow believer walk with you and disciple you as you're learning because you need to have... uh, discernment so google can google has the resources but it's up to you to find it and it's definitely not going to be in the top five search results of google like it may be but somebody paid to get it there so you have to wonder yeah and what are their motives don't get your biblical advice from google is pretty much what i'm saying yeah your spiritual advice definitely i will give you an example of that so i was looking at i was googled something for today's podcast or a previous podcast that we recorded today and it was Bible stories, like popular Bible stories for children. And it was, I think the sixth one down, it was uh, the Jehovah's Witness page. And it was how they had lessons plans for kids. So I clicked on it and it was like Bible stories. And it was talking about the secret kingdom and all this kind of stuff. And so I was like, okay, what are they, what are they talking about? Let's see what these Jehovah's Witnesses have to say. And they, they were talking about, it said... Uh, the only way to enter paradise is if we obey Jehovah. And I'm like, uh, hold up, wait a minute. I have so many reasons why this is not biblical. So that's just one example. I googled Bible stories for children and it popped up a Jehovah's Witness website. Yeah, and if and Chantel has the discernment to know that they that they don't believe the same things we believe, she clicked on it out of curiosity. But if you're like a new believer you need to go to someone that you know has is biblically sound and seek your answers from them and they will know even if they don't know off the top of their head uh they will know where to search and where to go to find the truth not to find who paid the most money to get in the top five of google search um so i guess what i'm really saying is don't use google as like your spiritual mentor yeah, your spiritual mentor. And don't just rely on Google for the truth. Search things out for yourself. Like, when I was looking in our previous podcast, I was looking for, like, where the where the first model of Jesus came from. And one of the top 
the top results ended up being false. It was a myth. It was something that wasn't true. So you really have to, just like you would search for a good car or a good computer or your favorite shampoo, you need to search out the truth and not just rely on the who paid the most money to get on the first page of Google. Um, so next one. Uh, this is moving kind of out of internet, sort of. Um, the news, depression in an hour. So <laughs> the news is good for reporting a lot of different things. But I think a lot of it is very biased. Yeah, totally. Um, completely biased and not always the whole story. Um, Again, discernment, man. Yeah, and a lot of it is just tragic. There's, It's all tragedy. It's all terrible things that have been happening in the world. Or, um, or it's non, non-information. Like, it's information about celebrities or what movies coming out or... Yeah, or, and not that we don't want to know those things, but where are the good things happening in the world? Why is it only, you know, when one school shooting happens, every school shooting happens that month? Or when one person leaves their baby in the car, everybody else has left their baby in the car and they have all died. Like, where are the people, like, you see these stories where these people have saved other people or just the good things that have happened. I think that... If we look too much at the news, not that we shouldn't know what's going on in the world, um, I think if we look too much at the news, all we can see is the sin and the terrible things in the world. And I think if we get stuck in that, that is not a good thing. That's, that could be a pitfall. Yeah. Anything else to say? No. No? Should we move on? Um, okay. Uh, Chantel was talking about this a little bit. Politics. We're not going to get into our political positions or anything, um, but the world will... All I'm going to say is pray for your president, whoever (sighs) it is. Yeah. Uh, For politics, my little tag is the world will fall apart if we don't pick the right person. Um, Interesting. It's very self-centered and arrogant to think you have control over what happens to our country. Um, God is the one who appoints... The president, God is the one who appointed kings. He had control over the world then. He has control over the world now. And for you to think that, you know, your political opinion or your political position is what's going to save the world or the this president is going to save our country, um, I think you're looking at the wrong thing. Like, you're in, like, your focus is on the wrong place um yeah i the thing with the thing with politics is there's there's the people that are like so into it that it that becomes their identity is like if they're uh on the right or on the left or they're i don't know in the middle or i'm voting for you know this person or that person and but uh it and then there's the people that I don't really get involved in politics and they sort of live in this lala land. But like Megan said, our president or our leader, our mayor or governor, whatever sphere of politics you're talking about, they are not saviors. They were never meant to be. Um, and one thing I think as believers is hard for us sometimes is realizing that God 
allow certain people to be in office. Mm-hmm. And that's okay. Like, he's still sovereign. He's still good. So, yeah, politics, that, it's messy, man. It's one of those things that I'm just like... Use discernment and don't treat it like God. Yeah. Don't treat these politicians like they're God. Because if you put all your faith in a man, a human, a faulty, sinful, broken human, you're going to be disappointed every time. And for you to go to war against another person and maybe damage their heart over over this is not... It's not biblical it's not right that's not treating someone like their your brother or sister yeah it's funny because in politics the goal is to have a leader that's going to do a good job but then it becomes a war within like a civil war within america uh and we yeah there's like no unity which it's we're living in a fallen world it's a fact but it's just it's so fascinating the way we view politics they're not our enemies they're people with different opinions and that's yeah. Okay, and, even if some people are going to be wrong. And we're not saying not to know about politics or not to vote um, or not to, like, know about these people. Uh, because, yes, we do have the right to vote and the Lord has, you know, given us that, like, we have that choice and that freedom. Um, and, again, you just have to have discernment and uh, discipline and just be aware that hurting another person is not worth worth this shady politician that probably is not going to do what they said they were going to do because we all know that's how it works good okay uh netflix so you can become a tv slob um and i say that and chantel loves tv i can't i can't deny that i will binge watch animes if I can, once they're finished. Um, but I think Netflix and Hulu and these other services, I don't know how many other there are, have really, like, the pitfall here is that you shun the world in favor of a show that's going to be there. It's not going to disappear. And it's interesting, you shun the world and you shun... I I've seen people, like... I understand there's different personalities. I understand that. I get it. I can be introverted and I need my alone time. But relationships are and time with people in all of these, whether it's Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, are all undervalued in them. They're cast aside in favor of self being distracted. And so, yeah, I think relationships suffer. Like, that's the pitfall of Netflix and these are things is relationships suffer. Um, but on another note, they can also, we watched, like we have our shows that we watch together as a family. We just watched Halloween Wars. And so that was really fun to watch together. Um, but I think it's all in moderation when it comes to it. My role yeah. is usually um, weekdays. I'm only allowed two episodes of a show. And so that's it. Yeah, just be aware that if you really like TV, um, I'm not saying there's anything wrong with, like, watching it or anything like that. But usually in our house, our TV doesn't come on until, I'd say, at, like, 
Sometimes Chantel will watch, like, an episode before she goes to work of something. But our TV is not usually on for long periods of time until all of us are done with work at the end of the day, like, 6 o'clock at night. Yeah. And... And that's usually only on Mondays, Thursdays, Fridays, because Tuesdays we have family Bible study. Wednesdays we have Bible study at, at church, so yeah. Yeah, um... And I think that just like Chantel does, she sets, uh, she knows that she really enjoys it and she sets a limit on herself. I, when I was younger, I used to be on the TV all the time um, or on my computer or whatever, watching my shows. Um, But now I try and watch shows as they're airing. That way you have that limit of just that one episode. Um per week or whatever so usually most of my tv time is on sunday when we're all resting and i just sit in my room and catch up on all my shows but yeah that's definitely one thing just be aware and i'm not saying it's bad a lot of people have family time they have shows they watch together uh, but don't make that the center of all of your time because like that is like i think one thing we don't think about is it it influences us um and you sitting there watching TV all the time, that's going to be your main influence, not... I never want a husband more than when I'm watching BBC. <laughs> yeah. So, like, it, it drives us emotionally and mentally and all that stuff is in your head. Like, uh, not to be, like, scary or freak or anything. It's just a it fact. It does. It influences us. All of it influences us. But I think that TV definitely or, like, that media form. Okay, those are the only, like, media platforms I really had. Is there any other ones you'd like to, like, talk about or you've been thinking of? No. Okay. That's it. Do you have our ending fun question? Uh, our ending fun question for today. I mean, we did talk about Lion King. Do you want to just leave it at that and say hasta la vista? Or do you have a fun question prepared? I want to do a fun question. Okay, go this ahead. This is not fair. <coughs> go ahead. I'm like, okay, my favorite. I'm oh, we didn't talk about YouTube. It's okay. We don't have to talk about YouTube. That's, I think YouTube is... I think what we said for all the other ones kind of fits everything yeah. else. Um, it fits in that uh, slide or whatever. So my question is actually related to YouTube. Who is your favorite YouTuber? Oh. Or give me your top two favorites. Uh, Kristen Johns. She's so cute. She loves Jesus. She's really, and she does like homemaking stuff and just shows you her life. So yeah, she's really sweet. And then I also like to watch, oh man, this is hard. One of the very, my first YouTuber I'll share, I'll talk about her is, um, yeah, the, the very first person I started watching is Carrie Hope Fletcher. She is a, um, English YouTuber who also works on the West End and I love we call it like we have Broadway here in the United States they have the West End there and I just love Broadway and so yeah I would say those two okay neither of them uh, yeah neither of them I don't I don't know if I like really learn anything it's just fun to watch well, I mean, YouTube is a platform where you can learn something or you just be entertained by somebody, you know? Um, what are yours? My favorite art YouTuber is Drawing With Waffles. 
Uh, her name is Rin. She... <laughs> now don't get a big head, Chantel. She reminds me of Chantel so much. And she's so sincere and bubbly and kind. And I learned so much from her. I just really enjoy everything about her channel. Um, she encourages me to draw and do art and makes it not seem like overwhelming and scary because sometimes I like despite doing it for so long it can just feel that way um my second favorite art my second favorite youtuber I, I trying to think about it um who do I watch the most all I know is Megan I don't watch stupid youtube channels like you know there's the yeah. dumb ones the ones where they like do like stupid yeah, they're pranks or like they um i'm gonna say my second one is going to be uh, i don't i don't know i don't remember what her name was. uh artsy mad woman i think that's her name uh, everything will be in the little you know show notes show notes uh so if you guys want to look but she does resin um, and she does casting and she's funny and I like learning from her and I just recently discovered her. Um, but yeah, I like her a lot. Megan's YouTube, YouTubers are for learning and mine are for entertainment. Well, I learned a lot from, Kristen Johns makes me love thrifting. She goes thrifting a lot and I'm just like, thrift stores are my jam. Yeah. So I try to learn a lot on YouTube and I just enjoy watching people make things. So, um, that's the end of this episode. Thank you for being with us. This has been the Thought Gallery Podcast with Megan and... Chantel. And don't forget to follow us on Instagram and Facebook at the Thought Gallery Podcast on Facebook and Thought Gallery Podcast on Instagram. Uh, yeah. Have a good one, everybody. Adios. Bye.